and 980. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It is the Wednesday edition of Levac Gaz right here on Fox Sports Radio. And my friends, I'm hearing some things I don't hate. I know, I know it sounds weird for me to be a upbeat and positive kind of dude, but we uh we've got a a little report from Bob Clappish, who is saying that the uh the Yankees internal or their their audit will begin. There is Hal Steinbrenner not just blowing smoke, he's ticked off, he's sick of being a bridesmaid, he wants to be a bride again, no more runner up nonsense for him. So this is uh, this is what we're hearing. Quote, the investigation will begin in early October, although interestingly, the company conducting the audit will not recommend personnel changes. The analysis will instead focus on the process and how the Yankees compare to other clubs. Categories will include success and failure of uh, the Bombers' trades in the last decade, the shakeout of the draft picks, including the international draft, the number of games and dollars lost to injuries, and the state of the minor league player development. They expect the final report to be data-driven and purely objective. None of it bodes well for Yankees analytics department is what we're hearing. So, um, hmm. Yeah, how you led that off, hearing your voice over and over every weekday for eight-plus years. I heard an inflection there, Levac, that caught me off guard of the way in which you said the word audit. It's almost like, the fear that everyone has, someone knocks on your door and says, "You're hello, I'm here from the government. You know, you never yeah. want those things. It sounds like in that last part of the report, things are about to change down in the BX boogie down Bronx. Yeah, he goes on to say none of it bodes well for Yankees and Elix department, uh, which is obsessed with exit velocity and spin rates <laughs> and has advised GM Brian Cashman make disastrous trades for Joey Gallo. Josh Donaldson and Frankie Montas, among others. Come on, that was a little funny. Like uh, that's the reporter saying you're obsessed with exit velocity and spin rate. It's kind of funny. Uh, it'd be funny if it wasn't ruining the damn team. That's why it's not funny. I mean, it is funny. It, it's funny when it's over. That's that's where you're at. Like like for me as a diehard Yankee fan, guys, this is the definition of too soon. You laughing at it before it's fixed. Like too soon, it's not fixed yet. When it's fixed, like if Hal's legit and he takes this and he goes, all right, I've looked over the data, and it's the funny thing about the analytics I've received is they tell me that you analytics nerds need to get out of here. Get. Beat it. Cashman, let me ask you a question. Do you have instincts? Do you have gut? Can you make moves without 16 dudes behind you with calculators and Abacus is trying to tell you why it makes sense. Can you do these things for me? And if you think you can, you can stay. If you think you can't, get your nerds, get the fern from your office, get your commemorative signed DVD of the Seinfeld show where you showed up or something, and get out. <laughs> That's what I want. You and the nerds. Get the out. Nerds. No more nerds. Nerds. I want the dude who played Ogre. In Revenge of the Nerds, I don't even remember what his name was. Um, I want him to come and kick them all out. That's who I want. I, and do you remember who the football coach was in Revenge of the Nerds? Was it Craig T. Nelson? Nope. Was it um, the late actor who was also in Saving Silverman? That guy, John Goodman. 
Oh, wow. John Goodman. Donald Richard Gibb. I need him to come and kick everybody out. Scream nerds. Make sure he's still alive. John he's Goodman? still a big dude. No, uh, the guy who played Ogre, oh. Donald Gibb. Hopefully yeah. he's still with us. He's, it looks good. He's 69. Big dude. Still a big dude. Nice. Big, big dude. 69. Um, yeah, I want him to come in and put on the old, the old red and white Letterman jacket. Nerds! And chase them all out of the building. So it's not Brian Cashman. It's not Aaron Boone. It's not pick who else you want. Steinbrenner. Randy Levine. Randy Levine. The nerds Next. are getting the blame for the 2023 lack of success. Uh, I think that's... So, hold on. The way that this this is being presented is the investigation, the audit, the is going to be performed in such a way that it's not going to... Like, it's not going to come back and be like, Tom Goslowski the third screwed up. It's going to come back and say the use of uh, exit velocity and spin ratio caused this to happen. And then I look at you and I go, uh, Goz, you're the one who told me the most important thing was exit velocity when, when at bats. This says that's wrong. Defend yourself. I, I can't. I, this is my my dad is right. This is your this is wrong. Okay, that's great. Your last check is at the front desk. Grab it on your way out. Like I it's I think by doing it this way, it doesn't you know it, even if you do end up parting with a Brian Cashman or you do get rid of Aaron Boone or or a bunch of nerds that we don't know. I didn't do a report that said you were bad at your job. I did a report that said this data is useless. Sadly for you, your job is to provide that data. So, peace out, Girl Scout. Beat it. I don't want to sound like a nerd talking about the nerds. Oh, good luck. But I feel like I need more info from these beat reporters. I need more from the New York reporters. I need more information. Because the information that the Yankees may have gotten from their analytics department might have been off. We'll just say that's the case. That's why Might have been. changes are being made. But this is what I struggle with. What information is the analytic department for the New York Yankees crunching that the Orioles aren't or the well, Reds or the Diamondbacks? This, this is supposed to show that. Yeah. So this is going to show how it's used. Like, I think what it comes down to and what, I would, what I'm hoping is the final ruling of, of whatever this is, like, you know— Levac and Gaz Associates audit of the New York Yankees and their fundamental strategies. What I'm hoping comes out of this is because we've seen some of the spin ratio and stuff like that. We've seen that actually bring pitchers back from the scrap heap, like you know Lance Lynn and um, there's there was a handful of guys that came through, like Nate Yavaldi. People kind of gave up on him because of the injuries. He comes in, they work with him a little bit. All of a sudden, he's dealing. Like we've seen it work with certain dudes. What I would like this to end with is there's no such thing as too much information, but there's also no excuse to use it all as a crutch. Like you need to do your job. Like you need to take this info, pair it with scouting, pair it with your own feelings and make smarter decisions. Because as of right now, you're bringing, 
I've got audio, and, and Cash is going to be the one who I look at the most in this. He's the general manager. He's the, he's the focal point of this data. I've got audio of you saying Josh Donaldson was a better player than this one and that one. And I, I got, and I got no proof of that once it got here. You know, like I got, I got to see you take this information, use it as a tool in your toolbox, not your entire like manifesto to ruin the Yankees. That's what I'm hoping comes out of this. Where did the instincts go? Where did the gut decision go? Because clearing out an entire analytic department and the numbers and the stats, there are probably old school baseball fans who are listening to you and I have this conversation and are like, why not? Get them all out of there. 1970s and 80s didn't have to deal with this. The 1996 and all the other Yankee World Series champions didn't have dorks doing the stats. Why can't? There is probably a percentage of people, and maybe you listening, feel that way. I'm not going that strong. Not when anybody else in baseball is doing something very similar. Not when Billy Bean decided, look how smart I am. The Oakland A's are finally winning. I know other teams are doing it, but let me tell you how smart I am with a book and then a movie. And then I'm going to have Brad Pitt play me in the movie. I don't know if he was behind that decision. Not the worst plan. Good, good for you on that. So let's not blow out the entire analytic department and everything involved with the Yankees. But this is a moment in the Yankees' future here. It's coming up. Like, this is the start of it. Because, Levac, and I'm going to send it back to you because you are a Yankee fan and you watched when the change happened with the Yankee organization in the 90s. And we go back to this because it had such a great run for that franchise. There was a new shift. There were some new voices. There was a new way to evaluate talent. And eventually, the homegrown prospects, which New York sports fans almost always embrace when they're successful all by it, started to work. Maybe it's time to reshuffle the Yankees' structure of a roster. Because there was a little mix of both. There was a little mix of get a really good free agent, be super active at the deadline, and try to find some top-tier prospects. Maybe it's time the Yankees reshuffle and look around baseball and say, why are teams who usually stink, like the Orioles, Diamondbacks, Reds, Mariners, how in the world did these teams start winning? And is there anything that they're doing that we should start doing? And that's that's the basis of this whole thing, is, is get in there, you know, weigh yourself against the Rays. Weigh yourself against, you know, I know this isn't the Cardinals' year, but weigh yourself against what the Cardinals have done in the past, the Astros have done. And, and you know, some of the stuff you'll see in there, like like I would say a lot of the Astros, you they built a really, really strong, talented team, and then they cheated. Like, it, you still would look at the way they built the team. You know, the Cardinals, people people did jail time stealing their research. Like, that's how good their research used to be. Now, it's not showing at the moment. But go through all of it. They're going to go through all of it. They're going to go through all of it. How much money? How much? How much? How many losses do we have because you went and signed a guy who is injury prone? Like, you can't, and, you, and obviously you can't technically predict injuries. You know, nobody would have thought the 20-year-old kid they call the Martian is going to, who, who doesn't pitch, is going to need Tommy John surgery. But at the same time, you know, you bring in a banged up Josh Donaldson. There's a chance he's going to spend some time on the IL. You know, you DJ LeMahieu, you sign him a year or two longer than you wanted to. Hmm. Wow. We only we only wanted to sign him for two. We signed him for four, and he's been spending a lot of time in the IL. Hmm. Interesting. Like there's these kind of things that have happened, and and at some point the deflecting shield for all of it was well the numbers say. Okay, well, guess what? 
he who lives by the analytics may die by them because you're this if this report is real and i think this is how steinbrenner he's still fighting the nature of being a steinbrenner he's still trying not to be george he's trying to be reasonable and a good businessman and all these things but he is so ticked off right now that he wants to go full george he wants to just start throwing people. He wants to go to Cashman and go, hey, you know, do you have that rope you used to climb down the building for charity? Yeah, put it on because I'm throwing you out the window. You're out of here. Like, he wants to do that to everybody. I feel like, but at this point, he still is, no, not the Hulk, Bruce Banner, not Dad. I'm different. Everything's okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in this, this organization, this team of investigators, and they're going to put everything together for me. And while October where we should be winning baseball games, but we're not playing. We're going to, you guys, you know, you had two choices this year. Play good enough to still be on the diamond or get this informational colonoscopy because guess what's happening? You ain't playing? We're Somebody strap on the rubber gloves. We're getting deep. It's getting deep in here. You're hearing coaches saying this expression all the time that ego is danger to a team. Hearing what you just said about your beloved New York Yankees has me thinking about two things that maybe have really hindered this Yankee organization over the past few years because you and I have seen the development of some of these prospects. You and I on the air have had conversations that it was about five years ago that people who followed the team, was it Michael Kay that said the 2018 Yankee team would be the worst of the bunch of the next five yeah, years? Yep. That hasn't been the case. And I wonder no. if two things have gotten involved. We'll start with the ego. You mentioned Steinbrenner and whether or not he wants to carve out his own legacy, be his own person, what it means to be the Yankees and everything. That's part of it. Brian Cashman, he's had a lot of success in his career. There's a lot of GMs across North American professional sports who have not done what Brian Cashman's done. However, like anybody who has success in anything, whether it be business, whether it be sports, whether it be entertainment, ego gets in the way because they think, hey, I had success doing it this way. I've had more success than you telling me what to do. I know this works because here's a proven example of me doing it the best. There's also a third part about this, about tradition. Because it is the Yankees. All those teams I just listed off, the Orioles, the Diamondbacks, the Reds, hell, the Astros, the Mariners, they all sucked for a while. I can't imagine a season where the Yankees lose 90 games. I don't want the math to come back and they say, Hey, uh, you know all these teams that have been winning World Series recently? Like, even the Nationals? They all sucked. They all got good high draft picks. They developed talent. We have to suck for a few years, and it starts 2024. But the tradition of the Yankees would never let them do that. So it feels well, like ego and tradition are but, getting in the way here. But here's, here's, here's the problem. You do suck. You haven't won a World Series. You haven't been to a World Series since 2009. You've You've spent money in places that hasn't worked and neglected spending money in places that also haven't worked. The, you, want, you want a little truth bomb that could upset Yankee fan? The dynasty was an anomaly. The What happened to get the Yankees back to the top of baseball from 96 to, to 01 was an anomaly. What had to happen to let that happen is Steinbrenner had to be kicked out of the league. So you had his resources without his agenda. So that Stick Michael and Monahan and everybody, they could go, they could go and build the team the way it was supposed to be built at the farm farm level. And then as he comes back in and he's 
He wants to get rid of Derek Jeter. He wants to do all these things. You, you're able to push back a little bit because you've shown what you've done. So you were you you took out the fire-breathing dragon. You ran everything like he was still there with the resources, but you did it the way you wanted to do it. And then when he came back, you somehow channeled the fire in the right direction out of nowhere. Like those things, for all those things to happen again, you, you may need, you, you may need how to go George. You may need cash to be gone, or you may need cash to like have his thumb removed from the manager so that you actually have a partnership between the GM and the, and the manager instead of here's your binder, Aaron Boone, do what you're told. Run when I tell you to run, swing when I tell you to swing, walks, bun, uh, no, can you, and that's, what, that's all I'm hoping for. When this thing comes back, use your gut. Okay, why do we do this? Why don't we do that? We want to, and we're going to bring a manager in who once we get into the flow of the game is going to be able to run the game, not just do what he's told. And and if those things happen, at least I'll be excited about baseball. But at least at least they know there's something wrong finally. At least they know there's something wrong. If this ends with some some sweeping changes, great. If this ends with things behind the scenes and they're just like, you didn't see it, but it happened, and nothing changes, I'll cry. So that's where we are. That's where we are. But at least at least Hal's doing something. He's doing something. That's all I that's all I can ask at the moment. Because very soon the team won't be playing. Uh, which won't won't be fun for anybody. I wonder if like part of it'll be like, hey, we've got a lot of rodents in this in the stadium already. It's a it's a big stadium, a lot of rodents. You ever hear of USX pest control, guys? Like Please. Guys, <laughs> have you? We need you. <laughs> have Tim going around the entire Yankee Stadium writing things down. Um, USX pest control in all seriousness. Like that's, it's kind of like the analytics of my house with, but that works. Like I, I know how to put some mice traps down and stuff like that and spray here and do that. Uh, but at the same time, I was in my backyard all summer long. I think I was bit by like one mosquito all year. I have seen zero ticks. I have got, my house is completely checked over. And it's all because of USX pest control. Don't let unnecessary pain happen in your life. Try to figure out the problem before it happens and the bites start to come and you realize, ooh, what is that? What is that moving in my house? No. USX pest control can make sure that doesn't happen. The free inspection, shout out to Tim, shout out to Frank. We know from experience USX pest control came to our homes. They can do the same for you. Fall weekends are odd. They're either traveling or maybe you're enjoying some football in the area. Carve out some time. Look at that pun intended there with October on the way to make sure that your yard is safe for the weather continuing to change across the capital region. It's USX Pest Control. Absolutely. Get that free inspection set up today at USXPest.com. All right, so we've got the Yankees doing some audits, getting things together, hopefully. And then we may need you know, also outside help make a, like a bomb squad for the Jets locker rooms. Next, right here, Slovak Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Welcome to the future of electric driving, powered by year is ending soon for your vacation next summer to Alaska, Europe, and beyond. This incredible offer is your last chance to enjoy 60% off top amenities. Plan your cruise today and receive specialty dining, shore excursions, a low price guarantee, and free prepaid crew appreciation. Plus, get free upgrades to premium Wi-Fi and the elite beverage package included in your fare when you book by September 30th. Visit hollandamerica.com for more details or to plan your next trip.
H2O Express reminds you that September is National Farm Safety and Health Month. Slow-moving farm machinery may be on the roads. Farmers, please remember to have slow-moving vehicle sign on the back of each piece of equipment and on the road. Please be careful of other vehicles who may not be as careful of you. H2O Express. They fill pools, hot tubs, ponds, and any commercial or residential application. They transport farm machinery from tractors to combines, serving the capital region for over 20 years. H2Oexpress.co. 518-791-2484. From local town councils to Capitol Hill, agents who are Realtors are standing up for what's right. We're here protecting property rights, here advocating for the issues that affect our neighborhoods, here championing fair and equitable housing for all. Because we are Realtors, bound by a code of ethics, driven to serve our communities. We're here for it all, here for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. It, it's one of those deals where, what is it, if you don't learn from history, you're, you're doomed to repeat it. And we are now hearing, uh, thanks to Rich Samini, a Jets reporter from you know the Four Letter Network, that there is some serious tension starting to build inside the New York Jets locker rooms and We've seen it kind of boil over on the sideline. We heard uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, straight up say, like, guys, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to spell relax, but let's be a little better about this stuff. But now it's turning out that reports are not only is the offense upset that the way the offense is running, the defense is now ticked off. And one of their bigger issues, guys, they believe that Robert Sala has basically just become a Zach Wilson apologist and that. He's more focused on verbally protecting the young quarterback than he is getting things in the right direction for the New York Jets. Sometimes, especially in the Big Apple involving New York sports, there's the difference between is this story out here for clicks today or is there actual truth to this story? I go back to Ben McAdoo. That was day in and day out. I know that's the Giants versus the Jets, but when that stuff was going wrong for the Giants, I was like, there's no way there's fights in film. There's no way they're benching Eli Manning for Geno Smith, and it's not Davis. This stuff can't be real. And as history continued to show us, all that was real. Basically, all that was real. This is not even a week four, LeVac, and this does not feel like a clickbait, look at me, Big Apple, get the headline story to me. All of this seems absolutely believable and absolutely real in the Jets locker room. Oh, yeah. We're not on the beat, but... I can't argue anything that is said in that report by Rich Smeen. It seems so spot on because the Jet defense is that good. What, the most recent game only allowed 13 points? Every game they've stepped up, the defensive line is good. The offensive skill guys aren't getting the football. And I can't believe I'm using a hard knocks reference here, even though I (laughs) was not a fan of the show for most of the season. If that's the true Robert Sala, he is somebody who is raw with his players. If you're not playing well, he's going to let you know, especially if you're a young player. But for whatever reason, we saw him criticize some young players. I don't remember as much criticism for the quarterbacks, and in particular, Zach Wilson. So, Levac, I buy all this, and I believe the all-in mentality for the Jets this season had spread since the spring and the summer. Yeah, I believe all of this for the New York Jets. Well, I mean, we saw it last year. You, you saw this. You saw this happen last year, so... Uh, Zach Wilson is your quarterback last year. Um, 
there's there's moments where it looks decent, starts to fall apart a little bit, whatever. Mike White plays, he he wins. He wins. They start wearing T-shirts with his name on it, and they let it happen. They let that happen, which you probably should have been like, guys, I get it, whatever. But that is a – that was and that was after Zach Wilson was asked, you know, do you feel bad about, you know, leaving the defense out there? Do you owe the defense more? And it's like, no, no, I'm doing fine. Everything's fine. If you let the defense down, they said, actually, I'm sorry. And he was like, no, no, I let him down. And the defense is like, yeah, you have. Like, he 100% have. And he lost the team last year. Well, with Aaron Rodgers' tutelage, with everything else, he he won them back over during, during the preseason. But part of that was his role had changed. Like, I didn't need you to win football games. Now I need you to win football games. You're not getting it done. There's reports out there. I don't really know the report of that well. He has a check mark, so he at least has $8 a month. Um, that an anonymous player actually threw a football at Robert Sala's head today in practice, and a little scuffle broke out. So, like, if that's true, like that level of insubordination, that level of I'm so frustrated, I'm going to wing a football at the big boss. Like, the Jets are – Hard Knocks may want to get right back in there because this might be, I mean, the this is, it's it's obvious that they're at a break point. Something has got to give right now. And um, I guess Roger said there's, it's possible he could be there this week against Kansas City. I, I maybe, Who? Who? Roger's saying, not to play, but on the sideline. Okay, now. okay. Like basically he's like a, an assistant coach kind of level. Um, I guess with him being there, like, you know, kind of like the tutor and, the the he's the hall of famer the guys seem to respect him a little more i don't know if how much they will when he can't help them win um the, he cooled off a little bit maybe but it does it feels like this is going to get bad and Kansas City's going to go in there and hurry it when you said that story about the jets and the ball going to the coach's head i'm like the only person i could actually believe would do something like that is brandon marshall who used to play for the yeah. jets or that story's punting the football across the field during yep. practice and everything else uh, back to the Aaron Rodgers thing. God, I can't stand some of the stuff he says. Like that one right there. Look, guys, I might be there for week four. Do you think Rodgers wants the American flag again? Hang on. <laughs> I just had Achilles surgery. I'm coming out of the he'd tunnel to, again. He'd, he'd have to wheel it. Yeah, he's not. Wheeling out. We got this. Come on, Rodgers. You're not going to do anything with the headset on that is going to help Zach Wilson get that much better. You might have been watching too many of your own clips on Hard Knocks. If all of a you think... Ooh. You can change Zach Wilson with the headset on that Robert Soller and Nathaniel Hackett aren't doing, which makes me wonder about this, LeVac. So, like, Robert Sala, if this is true that he's become a Zach Wilson apologist and he's got to defend Wilson in the defense because they're playing very well, isn't he embarrassed? Like, so Robert Sala is going to concede the point that, hey, li- listen, man, like, we needed Rodgers. We'll figure this thing out later on, but we're not good without Aaron Rodgers. Like, we can't win without then that's on you. I get this whole team was structured for Aaron Rodgers. I get the whole thing from Hackett to Cook, Lazard, Cobb. The whole thing was made for a Hall of Fame quarterback. This roster was conceded to him. But at one point, like, so you're just going to say you're not a good enough coach. Like, way we lost Rodgers. Like, I would be more impressed winning with someone who's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, that would be more of a, a definition, a true example of, Look how good I am as a coach without this guy. Like, LaFleur in Green Bay, I'm blown away about how good they've been. That's mm-hmm. the biggest miss so far I've had is how good Green Bay's looked 
Jordan loves numbers and everything else. Yeah, theory on that one too. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm more impressed by coaches who are not yeah. always given the great players who had them at one point and then they leave and it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? Like New England's a great example. If you're not a Belichick fan, you can point to the numbers post Brady and pre Brady. Like look how much better things were with Brady. So at some point it's got to fall on Salah. I get it. Like he became a worse coach without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's easy to say that. But for real, right. like let's find out what you can do. You've had two years doing this and you haven't been good. Now you lost Rodgers. You're still not good. There's one consistent. It's you. And and that's the kind of thing is the defense all feels like any other quarterback would have been benched. So, but all right, it's tough because he has a defensive background. He is the head coach. I get all all this. He's. I just don't see the option, right? Like any other quarterback would have been benched. You know what? You're absolutely right. But is it Robert Sala's fault that the only other quarterback is Tim Boyle and now Trevor Simeon? Like. Who else at that point would have given you better odds? Should Zach Wilson have been gone altogether? Well, that's a different conversation. And also, again, a conversation like, is Joe Douglas the final ruling on any of this stuff? Is Joe Douglas pushing to keep Zach Wilson on the field because that's my number two overall pick? Get it right. Figure out how to use him. And is that a wrong way to look at it? Who knows? There's a lot going wrong with the Jets right now. Someone needs to step in, and if God, I can't, I can't even wait. Like I honestly, as much as I don't think this is what happens, like I really hope Aaron Rodgers does show up this weekend and somehow is able to mentor Zach Wilson, like <laughs> and mediate the kind of arguments and stuff. And all of a sudden, we're in here on Monday, and you're going, well, apparently there's only one person who could calm everybody down and fix it with the Jets, and it was Aaron freaking Rodgers. I apologize. Like, like, like just just because I'm seeing like mentally, I can see your face when you have to say those things, and that's what I want out of my life. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, even if they play well against Kansas City. I already texted you what hours ago. Yeah. Kansas City is my play for Survivor this yep. week. Kansas City in that line nine and a half. My instincts are telling me it should be higher, but I'm not going to be. Hmm. I'll, I'll revisit that conversation later this week with the Kansas City New York line. No. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching Max, the artist formerly known as HBO. There's some show out there called Savior Complex. I guess this lady went to like some third world country and said she could say, I'm sure it's sadder than the the concept. The example I'm making is there's your savior complex for Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) If it wasn't enough for Hard Knocks, if it wasn't enough for the Pat McAfee show, here we are riding in in week four to go to say, no. No, LeVac, I'm not doing that if he plays well. Not giving Rodgers credit. Come on. I just think it'd be hysterical. Because, again, you look at what's missing. Everybody was singing Kumbaya on a drum circle before that Achilles tendon ruptured. Now, you know, everything's falling apart. And, and it does make you wonder if Zach Wilson what, – what did Zach Wilson learn from last year? Because if he knows how to, like, eat it a little bit, like, you know, like, hey, look, you guys are right. I need to get better. I'm I'm doing what I can do. I will keep working. I will I'll I'll be the first one in, the last one out. Don't give up on me. I got this. I will win with you guys. I promise. I don't think you're getting nearly as much of this back, backlash because the passion that we're hearing from the defense, I ain't seeing it. I haven't seen. I said this last week. Who's the leader on that defense? Who's going to look around and go, "Who's the Ray Lewis?" which I know is a special breed. A lot of reasons, but who's the guy who's going to look around and go, I don't care what the offense does. That is not important to us. We have one job, stop the other team. 
Doesn't matter if we're on the four, the 40, or, or our own four. We stop the other team. And that's the kind of stuff, that's why the Ravens were great. That's why the Bears were great. Because their defense was almost a separate team. Their defense came out there and was like, don't, I don't care what you do. I don't get off the field so I can go hurt somebody. And it takes a special breed to do that. These guys weren't doing it. Now they're willing to go after their coach to get rid of this kid. That's that makes me wonder what Zach Wilson's saying in the halls. Like is Zach Wilson looking around going, shut up and, and stop somebody? Like, is there something like that happening? Because he had cast for a little bit of cash, a little arrogant. He didn't know how to shut his mouth last year, and that's why he lost the team last year. It's it's a it's a it's a very interesting powder keg for the Jets right now, and especially in sports, the line between arrogance and confidence can be filled in by winning. One hundred percent. If if Zach, it's the only difference really, if they, you're being honest, there you go. If they were winning and Zach Wilson was playing well, he'd be called confident. We'd have a whole different thing we'd be talking about here in September, what the future means and how it happens for Zach Wilson and everything else. Uh, you know the mentorship quarterback thing and how players develop. You and I were talking about this Sunday a little bit with C.J. Stroud, where I said, you know, Stroud's numbers aren't that good, but he looks like the best rookie compared to what else is going on. Sometimes a guy either is going to be forced into playing because of contracts, now the organization has shifted. Other guys can sit. Other guys are getting paid too much money. Like Tennessee's got a whole issue coming up with Malik Willis and Levis, and you've got all these young quarterbacks on these deals of what can happen. I don't know. I don't feel confident that it, like if Zach Wilson had sat on the bench longer, he could have been a better quarterback. They're like Aaron Rodgers did that. Um, Jordan Love did that. And people say, well, the reason they were good is because they sat. I'm in the minority on the Mahomes thing. And I know a lot of people don't agree with my take on Mahomes that people are like, you know how much better Patrick Mahomes was because he sat behind Alex Smith and say, no, he wasn't. Like, I would have liked to see what Mahomes was four games. That, like, it's Patrick Mahomes. The guy's awesome. So maybe but that's an says- excuse. He that's, says that's a nice thing to say. I don't believe I, I, for a second. I don't think he would. I think I think he would be like, I appreciate what they did for me, but I think I could have started. Okay, like, <laughs> like I think he would have said something like that. I I do I do think there is something to it. Like I think there's because like you, the only thing we concern ourselves with as fans is can he read a defense? Can he deliver the football? Can he make smart decisions? Like that's on the football field. That's the only thing we see. That's the only thing we care about with their development. There's also how film study is different, schedule is different, all these things. It's not it's not school anymore. It's it's a straight up job, and that'll probably change with NIL a little bit, like people's mindset. But it's there's all the things you have to deal with, and you're not dealing with college egos anymore. You're dealing with millionaires' egos. You're dealing with billionaires. On it, there's a whole there's this whole like different ecosystem that they have to learn to navigate. And I think sitting back for a year, if possible, allows a lot of these guys to, to navigate it quicker or better when they finally get out there. Troy Aikman, Peyton Manning, two of the greatest quarterbacks of my lifetime, sucked year one. They threw them right to they threw them right in the deep end, and, and those those dudes barely treaded water. There was like interceptions, everything. They were terrible, and then they were good. So it worked out for them. But something tells me if you told those guys they could remove those interceptions and stuff from their stat line. Yeah, we could have sat. You know, everything would have been fine. We could have sat back a little bit, one more year. But like, you know, four years for Jordan Love, four years for Aaron Rodgers. That's different. But Zach Wilson needed a year, especially he needed this year. After those first two years, he needed this year. He needed, if especially if he was going to stay with the Jets, he needed this year to not be the starting quarterback. But 
here we are. And he's just, he also needs to mature, apparently, personality wise. Uh, it is LeVac Gaz. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. So, you know, exciting times for everyone. That's, that's basically what we're getting into right there. You know what else is exciting, LeVac, is that big moment in your life. You get down on one knee and say, Will you marry me? Or you slowly oh. shuffle around the box your ring is in, hoping you're. Like? Wife, sorry, you pulled a Topanga. That's right. I didn't play. I just, Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you with your engagement, that big moment in your life, and make sure you get the ring right. Even if the proposal is not perfect and not exactly as you planned. I told, I was at a tailgate this past week. Uh, Alexa at the tailgate was asking about engagements and more. So hopefully that's a clue to somebody who dates Alexa. But how'd your proposal go? And I told her she'd never heard the story. But luckily the ring has saved me. I got it at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Family owned and operated business. Shout out to Alyssa and David. And Tammy and she, they want to help you have that moment, too, where she says yes. And then it's on to the wedding. Wedding band, that two-for-one wedding band sale can always help. Or 40% off, whatever works better for you. As you start to plan for that wedding, those things are really important. I'll say it one more time. Do not plan for a fall wedding. Outlaw those things. And then if you're celebrating an anniversary, maybe you've had a fall wedding in the past. And you made that mistake getting married in September and October and missing great football action. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you celebrate. Whatever it is, whether it's an earring, a bracelet, maybe an upgrade of the ring. I will put this out there. If you do schedule a fall wedding, and I'm a groomsman, my groomsman gift better come from Lillian David. That's all I'm saying. You want that watch. I want that, that watch. style. Boston Dan gave me a watch. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. wasn't from Lillian David. That's why I don't wear it. Lillian David Fine Jewelers, the shops of wit. When you stop in, <laughs> tell me you heard about my story, Gaza's story, from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Uh, coming up, we... Uh, the- <laughs> I didn't want to do it. It's just, it's just so sad. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. That's all I got to say. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. All Seasons Equipment salutes the Scotia's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic and they provide many jobs. Support your small businesses by patronizing them frequently. All Seasons Equipment, power equipment dealer including mowers, chainsaws, and contractor equipment. 60 Freeman's Bridge Road, Scotia. AllSeasonsEquipInc.com. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store reminds you to buy American and support your locally owned small stores. They offer outstanding customer service that only a small business can provide. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store. American-made fine country furniture and gifts. Kugler's Red Barn is family-owned and carries a full selection of bedroom, dining room, kitchen, living room, and family room furniture. 425 Consol Road, Colony. 518-370-2468. Kugler'sRedBarn.com. Stop in for their sales tax rebate sale. Do you have heart failure and often hear those stomach issues ruined your birthday? You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Upstate. 
Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. This season, your coffee orders are getting warmer and your outfits are getting cozier. The world keeps changing, and so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're one of the best ways to help protect yourself against COVID-19. You can get a COVID-19 shot at the same visit as a flu shot if you're due for both, as recommended by the CDC. Talk to your healthcare provider to learn more and schedule at vaccines.gov. And don't forget to get extra cinnamon spice. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hey, it's Goss here for Mohawk Honda. We're going to talk a little Travis Kelsey, T-Swift coming up. I wonder what Greg Johnson's takes on that. I wonder what John Lucas is thinking. Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna. We're going to find out tomorrow when we broadcast live from Mohawk Honda in Glenville from 3 to 5. And hopefully tomorrow's the day for you to get yourself into a new ride. A 2024 vehicle could be yours tomorrow. Come visit us live and in person. See all the upgrades that have been going on to Mohawk Honda. If you're not following them on social media, do yourself a favor. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, all the things that you can find out for the new vehicles that are coming in. People that you can trust during the car buying experience. I know from experience, my pilot, I'm driving around the capital region across upstate New York. Had somebody ask me today, what's your favorite vehicle? It's the pilot. Do you not listen to the show? It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And we will be there tomorrow live from 3 to 5. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Some people, or what's the word? Stupid. Some people are stupid. That's what it is. So, this is a fake romance, okay? I'm, 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 I'm telling you right now that that Tra- Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are just they're having some fun at your expense, okay? The only the only Swift Kelsey pairing is in the Philadelphia Eagles offense, okay? That's it. However. The dumbest of the dumb have to be the people of Kansas City. And I think that this isn't new. Like, I think he's LeVac. They're the dumbest of the dumb. Is that a Raider fan saying that? I doesn't, like, back me off at all. So, apparently what's going on in the Kansas City area right now is people are putting out rumors that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are at an establishment. And then all the Swifties go flying to get there, right? So, Free State Brewing Company in Lawrence, Kansas, said uh, a massive crowd formed outside because people were told that they were there. The The ownership, the staff at the place goes, they're not here. I swear to you, they're not here. Disperse. Not like, hey, everybody, come on in and get apps and drinks. No, it's like, dude, you're causing an issue. Get out of here, stupid. They're not here. They wouldn't believe them and they wouldn't leave. 
henceforth, other establishments began to leak rumors that Taylor Swift was there. Including a dentist office saying she got her teeth cleaned after she left Free State Brewery. Um, the Rebels Baseball class of 2030 said we would like to address the alleged rumors that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were spotted at practice with us this afternoon. They went on and on and on. So, and and the thing is, some of these Swifties, or should I say, not so Swifties, are showing up at all these things. So, I would like to tell you right now, under no circumstance should you show up. And Mohawk Honda tomorrow. The rumors of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey being at Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Scotia tomorrow between 3 and 5 are completely true. They're going to be there. I swear it. How dumb do you have to be? There's this magic moment or historical moment. magic moment. However you want to view it in the history of this medium, radio, where... The guy went on the air and said we were being attacked by aliens, right? He read Orson, the War of the Worlds yeah, on the yes. air, and people thought it was Orson the end of the Wells, world. Yes. Orson Welles. Yes. People who mock. Famous broadcast of all time. Of all time. People mock that. And they say, oh, I can't believe people were that dumb. People shot a water tower. They uh, thought it was an alien walking into the area, and they, they, they shot a water tower. I can't believe people are that <laughs> dumb. You thought aliens were coming. Okay. The year is 2023. Anything <laughs> and you, now we know they're real. Yes. <laughs> Anything you put on social media, people will believe. Oh. If it's in a graphic, they'll buy. Oh, my God. I saw it on Facebook. It's got to be real. Like, this is more about society than sports fans, that people get their news from Facebook, and you can put whatever you want up there, and they'll believe it within a second and never have to look for it, or X, or Instagram, or TikTok. That's what that's more about. There is a generation of people. That don't care about news or anything, you know. You know, I'm gonna stop my rant right there because no one needs to hear the old man. Don't forget. No, I'll keep that joke to myself. Did you see the the jacket? I'm sorry, that she was wearing. No, that he was wearing the cream and denim jacket, the the bedroom painting denim jacket. I didn't know. Maybe I when didn't. he was walking out with her. Oh, that jacket. Yeah, and they weren't holding hands. Mm-hmm. A hideous jacket. Three hundred dollars. Two hundred ninety five dollar jacket. They changed the name to 1989 Bedroom Painting Jacket Online. The company that made it sold out instantly. Genius. Now, that's good marketing. 1989, the album, right, Taylor Swift? That's yeah. that smart. That was good stuff by them. Ugly. So that means, like, let's say there was, what, 300 of those things. That means there's 300 hideous jackets just walking the streets right now. Everybody trying to be like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just are we are we done? I mean, because I love how popular she is. Good for her. I think her tour dates don't they start up again in October? Oh, yeah, she's in Miami in in October, October eighteenth. Oh no, of next year. So she's she's done. She's done touring for a while. I think. Oh my god, plenty of time. Run out there and find her. Do you have? And this is almost going to feel like we're arguing in a mirror because we're talking about our own medium. Do you have any issues with our fellow radio hosts and sports radio or television or newspapers, non-traditional media, making this the biggest story in the sports world post-Colorado football? But how is it not? There's the answer. That's exactly right. The numbers are showing it. The popularity is showing it. Uh, In the Heights, right, their podcast is going to be the number. I believe it already is. New Heights, I thought it was. Whatever it's called, it's number one on Apple. 
The numbers are going to go through the roof. The 24, 48-hour window, good for them. So the numbers are reflecting this is the most popular thing going on right now in sports, the pop culture mix of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And, and let me ask you this. Do you think she shows up at MetLife when the Chiefs come to play the Jets? Because, I mean, she went to Kansas City. She watched them stomp the daylights out of the Bears. Everything leads me to believe they're going to stomp the daylights out of the Jets. Does she show up for another one? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no. I don't know what the relationship is at this point. Maybe it's just like two dates and they're done. Maybe they're really serious. Does she need to go to every single game? She's got her own thing going on. I thought you were going to spin that into a take like, do the Jets or Chiefs need oh, no. Taylor Swift at the game? If oh, okay. I'm the Jets, I get a popcorn box, a big one. And I, on social media, I roll it into the state. Oh my God, look at the size of this, this popcorn container looks to be about the same size as a pop singer that's crazy what's it doing being rolled into MetLife today by the way tickets still available in sections blah 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 blah, blah. like I, yeah why not i would do it if people are dumb enough i would do it all day yeah but do you think she'll really show up uh i would lean towards do you think they're really dating because i feel like you think they're really dating yeah. Okay. Then, if uh... dating is going to places and having meals and yeah, I guess so. Like in the world of 2023, I know you and I kind of tried to figure this out yesterday. Can you be dating someone if you only see them what once every two weeks? Like what can, what's a relationship? Is it, you gotta be a Facebook official. Does the PR person have to put out a statement? They're officially boyfriend, girlfriend. So two people who are 33 years old saying, we're now officially boyfriend, girlfriend through another adult. Seems very bizarre <laughs> to me. Or a social media post. Like, what was it? Like, National Daughter's Day and National Son's Day? Like, yeah. I don't know if you're my son or daughter unless you put it up on Facebook. I need you to confirm that real quick. That world is hard for me to even wrap my brain around. So, yeah, I'll say because I grew up, I guess, in a different era. God, I felt so old through this entire <laughs> segment. But, yes, they're really dating. Yes. They're not dating. Um, all right, no more of it. I, we're done with it. Unless something crazy, crazy happens. Like, she confirms she'll be at Mohawk Honda tomorrow. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's the intersection of two big worlds that makes it interesting. I would love if this is like, the, this, is, this causes a rift between Mahomes <laughs> and Kelsey. Like, like, Mahomes is like, how dare you actually be slightly more popular than me right now, Travis, and like, they break up over it. Wait, wait, wait. That Mahomes or Brittany Mahomes? I've seen, the, I've seen the Brittany Mahomes stuff like, this is my team. Okay, I'm the female face of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think she's probably sitting there going, as long as she gets to stand next to her. She's probably ticked off that she was in the Kelsey booth and not the Mahomes booth. That's probably what she's ticked <laughs> off about. She said, the one time I don't sit with that old bag Mama Kelsey. The one time. Jeez, I'm not, that's not me. I would never say that. That's Brittany Mahomes. Oh. I would never say such a thing. She's in there. She's like that old bag. First, she gets all the attention at the Super Bowl. I did that stupid quarterback show. They followed me around all year, showing them how cool I am, how what a great wife I am. And then that old bag gets to stand next to Taylor Swift. Everybody knows I'm the biggest Swifty. As a matter of fact, I heard Taylor's a, a Brit Brit fan. She's all about me. See, I think that would be funny if she embraced the villain role. 
I think you would think that'd be funny if she did that. I'd appreciate it. It'd be interesting. What would not be funny is the internet's response to Brittany Mahomes. She gets roasted all the time. And most of it, 85% of it's healthy ribbing. Like, I think good, funny, intended comments. There's 15% of people that are weirdos. If she did that to Taylor Swift, like, it wouldn't be funny. Because the Taylors, they're like, what is the, the beehive? Is that Beyonce's group? No, that's the Beehive. The Swifties are Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you got the it Beehive, would... got the Swifties. Uh, I, I... I thought it was Taylor Gang at one point. Is that a different uh, group of people? Might be, that might be different. That might be Wiz Khalifa. Might uh, be different. Anyways, it wouldn't the be The Lovacomaniacs are a big group. Oh, that's, that's a big, big group? Yeah. yeah it's Corey from Greenwich. It's your dad. <laughs> it's Boston Dan. My own kid's not even a Lovacomaniac. No? Uh, not even. No. <laughs> The Gaz Gang. That's a big one to do. They're, no, no. They're, they're, very, they're a it's, very big group. It's called the Todd Squad, where it's just people who watched me on CBS 6 and thought my name was Todd McCloskey. <laughs> Isn't that just Ryan McCarthy? That's it. Just, yeah. the, just the Todd Squad. I think a lot of people on the uh, well, Albany... The Todd have, Squad are actually a, an offshoot of the Gaz Gang. Yes, that's right. Yeah. They're, they're the real even, diehards. They don't even know it. They don't even know it. The Gazi the Cubs. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, I don't. This is stupid. This is dumb. Whether this is the worst the, break we've ever done. Whether it's the Gazi Cubs, the Todd Squad, the Levacomaniacs, if you want to brand your own <laughs> fan group, you can do it through Elevation 10,000. That's the best transition we've ever done. <laughs> Elevation 10,000 can help your digital marketing today, whether it's social media, whether it's a small business connecting to a new audience, whether it's two people talking to a microphone about pop singers dating and fan bases that you're trying to create for yourself. At what point during this break did you start hating yourself? For me, it was early in. It was a couple minutes in. 51.20. I was oh, looking okay. at the clock. Not like I want to pick a specific time, but it was 51 minutes and 20 seconds in. I was sitting there. I'm like, I, I, I really wish Dave McClett from Elevation 10,000 was here to help. I feel like he would elevate this. He would just, he would just, I feel like if, if Dave was here. So I first met Dave who's the the boss over at Elevation 10K, back in the radio days. He used to be part of um, a radio show on Sunday nights on uh, The Edge, which I was on during the week, called Kick the PA, with Tim Noble as the host. But diggity Dave McClatt, he was on every week. I, Dave had a great way of just going, nah. Like, you just shake his head, you move on to the next thing. If we had started, if Dave had been here at the beginning of the, from Elevation 10,000, he would have elevated this show by shutting that break down. He would have been like, nah. And we'd be like, you're right, Dave. On to the next. Dave, we had a longer show today. You guys have 10 minutes longer. We had to stretch some stuff. No, you didn't. I'm not doing the extra show. You, you, unless you get Dave to ask me, then I'll think about it. Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand today if it's just because of the last four minutes you listened to. Oh. Sorry, podcast audience. You've got through. By the way, uh, I'm sorry. Dave's yeah. online, too. He doesn't want to make our shirts anymore. <laughs> Top 4-4 four, four is next. Slovak and Gaz, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. But Time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Yeah. It's time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where we will be tomorrow, three to five. Uh, love Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of the way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? Well, Levac, you've been sniffing around this story as oh, soon as yesterday. Sorry about that. And that involves the Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo still remaining in the NFL's concussion protocol. The availability for the game against the Chargers still in jeopardy. Levac, we could see Brian Hoyer, Aind O'Connell. Yesterday, the storyline we kind of swung it towards was, could COVID quarterbacks be the new trend? We're talking fifth and sixth-year quarterbacks that NFL teams start to pursue. 
Aiden O'Connell, one of those guys who benefited from the rules. I've got a new way to spin this story. Hoyer O'Connell, do they finish the season with the Raiders? You hinted at this a little bit. Maybe more of an audition than a future in Las Vegas, if you know what I mean. Are you asking me... Is Aiden O'Connell the future of the Raiders? And then are you also asking me, is the future now? Is that what you're kind of, is that what you're asking yeah, me? Yeah. I was more so what I was getting at is, is there going to be an injury across the NFL that the Raiders look at what their quarterback room is and say, hey, we're shipping the quarterback off? And the rumors today, thanks to X, is that Devontae Adams is not happy with the locker room. I don't know if you've seen this story floating around today that Devontae Adams basically just gave a leadership talk. He's like, this isn't what we should do. This is not a winning culture. This is not the way we handle ourselves. And, of course, what does the Internet do because it's a wide receiver? Here are the top six teams the Raiders could trade Devontae Adams to. Why? Because he's the lead. So there's a lot of trade rumors involving your Raiders. I think it's more quarterback than wide receiver, though. Um, I, I do I do see a scenario where and – it, and it's it's a very a very slim scenario. I don't think it's, I don't think it's likely where, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo could be moved. Like if, if Aiden O'Connell comes in and just lights it up, why not move Jimmy? You gave me two questions. I answered zero of those questions. Well, I, <laughs> yes, I, is I the future now? Agree. Is well, the future now? Yes. I, I think Aiden O'Connell could very well steal this job. I think it could happen. Um, I think it really, first things first, how long is Jimmy G out with this concussion? He misses this week. Aiden O'Connell plays one week. He looks pretty good. They beat the Chargers. Okay, well, now all of a sudden, do you look around and go, how many fingers am I holding up, Jimmy? And you just keep moving your hand around. And he's like, seven. I'm like, nah, sorry, it was three. You're going to take another week off. And I see if O'Connell can do it again. Um, if if they're still like married to the idea of, of Jimmy Garoppolo leading this offense, and O'Connell gets this week, Jimmy gets hurt again, and O'Connell wins again, then I think you start looking around going, Jimmy's healthy. Who, want, who needs one, huh? What's up, Gang Green? You guys like that San Fran offense? He knows that. Come on. So I, I can see that. I don't think Devontae Adams gets traded. Uh, if he does, that's that's literally waving the white flag. Story number three here involves Michigan State officially firing their coach Mel Tucker today for cause. Mel Tucker under university investigation for the sexual misconduct complaint filed a few weeks ago. The university has moved on from Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker signed a monster contract with Michigan State just a few seasons ago after the big win in the Big Ten, but now Mel Tucker's time with Michigan State is over. Concluded with a 20-14 record, 12, excuse me, 11-2 back in 2021. Peach Bowl victory, or high as number five in the country during his tenure. But that 10-year, $95 million contract is really what jumps out after really not much time done with Michigan State. Two-part question here. We're going to do double questions. It seems like the theme of the top four at four. One, what do you make of the decision that Mel Tucker was fired? And I think it's a fair question to ask you for number two. Could this have been handled differently if the university wasn't Michigan State? You know I, what I'm I, alluding I, I, to yeah. with that question, right? Yeah. What are you alluding to? Yeah. What are you, go ahead. That's I'm not like... the only controversy that's involved in that school, whether yeah. it be Larry Nasser, even some Tom Izzo stuff, not in the same category by any stretch. But Tom Izzo got in headlines years ago for whether or not he was too mean to a player. Larry Nasser and the ball that was completely dropped, all the neglect that went into that, and then this with Mel Tucker. Yeah, I, I, I do, I do feel like maybe the maybe the hook's a little a little quicker because of the history. But it does look. 
the firing has happened. The career at Michigan State is over. This story is far from over because Mel Tucker's going to fight. And unless he has completely overstated his side of the story, he's going to have his day in court. They're going to have to talk this out. And the hardest thing it appears, you know, from out here, not being a lawyer, uh, the hardest thing appears to be like, if he can show any kind of reciprocation from her, how do you prove this wasn't two consenting adults all along? Like that, And then all of a sudden it turns into, okay, well then why did he break it off? And did he, why did she break it off? Why did this happen? Why was she treated different at that point? So it's, this is far from over. Uh, I know Michigan State wishes it was over. Barring them somehow like showing up at Tucker's door and being like, hey, you know that 95 mil we promised you? Here's like 40 of it if you shut up and go away. Like, I don't really see a scenario where he's going to go away. So this is – we're going to get way more details out of this, whether you want them or not. But to your point about – I think that Michigan State would love nothing more than to put this behind him and move on. Story number two, I agree with all that, by the way. I think Michigan State, if it wasn't that university, could have spun my question around and thought, do you think other universities would have tried to keep Mel Tucker over this incident? Yes, I do especially if he was winning more football games. All of a sudden, Michigan State looked and thought, why did we give him $95 million because he won one rivalry game? Yeah. What type of move did this agent pull on us? Why was this athletic director so quick to do this? Uh, it's one of the great points. One of our former interns, Kevin Sweeney, makes this point all the time, does a great job covering college basketball for Sports Illustrated. He says, why do athletic directors always bid against themselves? Like, what other school was going after Mel Tucker? How did you get fooled that bad by that agent that fast? Now, the rumor was that he is, I believe it's, oh man, I want to say it's Jimmy Sexton, who is the agent for Mel Tucker, who is one of these power agents who got Jimbo Fisher, his deal. Like one guy's getting all these college football deals, and I believe it's Jimmy Sexton. Good for him for pulling that stuff off. He's the Scott Boris of college football. Can you imagine if that is like, at the, at the, at the hilt of all of this, is they're just like, wait, you know, oh, he was inappropriate with you? Are you sure? Can you write that down? Would you? Because we, you could save us about 90 mil if you could write that down. Story number two, it's breaking news in the NBA. Damian Lillard is on the move to the Milwaukee Bucks, not the Miami Heat. LeVac, we're going to need a lot more time to dive into this trade, the details, what it means, your initial reactions, how New York sports fans. I want to devote the whole next topic to Damian Lillard and the conversation coming up. But you did. But you want to torture me? Is that why? You did share something on social media to me minutes before the show started. Yes. Uh about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and let's get let's let's do this. Yeah. Let's let's figure out if this is any 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 truth to this, if there's any real reason to say this. And then next I'll just complain if that's okay. Okay. So, we can so do we'll that. I do, like that. Since I just did a crappy job talking about Taylor Swift, I'll try to do a good job here and then I'll do a crappy job next. Um I Go ahead. What did, what did Mr. Butler have to say? He said this is there's tampering with the Milwaukee Bucks. There's now reports out there that Giannis Antetokounmpo had said on multiple occasions that if you got to pick one player to play alongside with in the NBA, it'd be Damian Lillard. There had been talks that Giannis Antetokounmpo back in the NBA All-Star draft had just kind of been hinting that he wanted Damian Lillard in Milwaukee. And from everybody you ask, and I know I'll say this again in about 15 minutes, Everybody said this was Miami all day. Like yes. it, was, it was the only team that he could go to because of the assets and the money, and somehow he ended up in Milwaukee. Jimmy Butler grabbing his phone, throwing up a video that's 12 seconds long on X, 
shouldn't be like, oh, well, Jimmy Butler said it, so now I should believe it. But I do want more details. And guess what? So what happens if it is tampering? Like, seriously, like what if they said the Bucks tampered? Is he not going? Because the only trade I can remember in my lifetime that got vetoed was the Chris Paul Laker trade because the Hornets at that point didn't have an owner. I can't yeah. imagine this trade gets blocked now because of this alleged Jimmy Butler accusing them of tampering. Um, I, it's all fines, right? Isn't that? And maybe you lose a draft pick or something. Like, because yeah, to your point, like I don't. How do you unring the bell? Like it's a three-team trade, so it's not like it's not like all right, you. Remember uh, when when A Rod tried to go to Boston and they were like he tried to take less money and the players were like no uh -uh, no 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 that's not gonna happen but like it's so many moving pieces involved you would think that there's no way the league would flip it but a hundred percent take money and draft picks away from the Bucks if there's some truth to that didn't LeBron LeBron got fined for kind of colluding right didn't he get fined for for popping off about wanting guys to play with him? Was it the Shemez Napier move when they drafted him and he was playing at UConn and he was just basically going on social media like, this kid's unbelievable, we got to get him for the heat, and then he just mm. left? I mean, just maybe. went to Cleveland. I think, I just want to say, because we've never seen a player get punished for 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 this before. Magic Johnson, I believe, was punished. He said some stuff that he wasn't supposed to say. There well, are some examples. Was he yeah. in the ownership role at that point, or was he the player at that point? I I believe he was in the ownership role. Yeah, so like a player getting because if that's if that's the if that's the tampering is the Greek freak going out and going that's who I want, freak get popped. It's very possible. Story number one: the baseball season continues to roll on, even though for New York sports fans, it's not where exactly you want it to be. The Arizona Diamondbacks handling baseball against the White Sox. The Diamondbacks could be a playoff team, and they get closer and closer to that as they lead. In the Windy City right now, 3-0 in the top of the eighth inning. Marlins and Mets are underway. Marlins still sort of, kind of, potentially could be a playoff team. The Reds and Guardians, the Orioles have already wrapped up their spot. The Phillies take on the Pirates. If you want to know what the Yankees are doing, they're taking on the Blue Jays. <laughs> so if that's happening, the Cubs and Braves is a little bit more intriguing. Astros and Mariners tonight. I'm going back to that one for the play today, by the way. Uh, Levac. 6-10 first pitch for Rays Red Sox. That means an extended Levac and Goss today. Uh, we go I, up to about... I didn't agree to that. You know, it would be hysterical. What? I think you're going to... I don't want to do a play of the day with will Levac actually be a part of the Red Sox pregame show, but it would be uh, pretty about, funny if that happened. Right now, the National League standings in the wild card look like this. The Phillies have clinched one spot. The Diamondbacks are battling the Cubs, the Marlins... Reds are game and a half back and flip it over to the American League. It almost looks like it's wrapped. The Rays are in. Blue Jays game and a half up. Levesque, it feels like now, running through that, is the Astros and Mariners the only intriguing thing here heading to the final weekend of baseball? Uh, I guess. I mean, for me, realistically, it's still, like, I want to see Cole pitch tonight. I want to get one step closer to the Cy Young. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of just watching to see how your team finishes it out. That's kind of... That's my personal narrative that I'm looking at. Like it's a young team. Um, will they? Will they? You know, finish strong, roll into the postseason, and and, and do some damage. Will they take October, so to speak? Uh, so realistically, I just I'm just waiting for that. But just a couple little things that are going. Do I want the Cubs to choke? You probably do, because their fans are old and you hate old people. The Cubs franchise should have been so much better. When they had all that young talent, I, I, they sort of got screwed in that NL Central. And they won 100 games and had to play back-to-back one-game elimination games. 
But I would like to see those old fake Cub fans not make it again. <laughs> when you say not make it, you mean die? No, Levac. No, I, I, I mean the listen, playoffs. I don't know. You hate people. You're a very big. You're a big hater. You you are. You had a big cup of haterade right before the show today. No, just um, fake old Cub fan. I remember Ernie Banks. Enough of that <laughs> the, nonsense. Um, I gotta. Uh, we haven't. I, <laughs> this cracks me up because it's kind of. I, I wonder. Did you see Matthew Bob's post? No. Next. No. Uh, so we're going to call this the Integrative Sleep Center social media post of the day from our good friend Matthew Bopp. What local celebrity can we get Jeff Levac to date to draft off all this Taylor and Travis hype and get your podcast numbers up? <laughs> I love this idea. Who? I, but I just like, I think Hokel's going to be in town this week. What's up, lady? How you doing, Gardner? Um <laughs> I don't uh, know any single people. I'm trying to think. Of- they're all way too young and pretty for me, the single ones. I'll tell you, like, uh, big crush on, on, on Lydia Colbita, always. Um, who's who, the female celebrities in there? I mean, she's married, lovely, lovely family, lovely husband, but she's she's one of my favorite people. She likes the same stuff as me. So, like, we could we could fake it just like Travis does and, and Taylor does. Who else? I feel like off the top of my head, I should know more single females that are in the media industry. A lot are in long-term relationships, married, have kids. I don't know as many uh, single females who this could work with, LeVac. Uh, we'll put it out. So, and not for me, okay? This is for Matt Bob, and this is for Gaz. There are some single celebrity females in the market who are interested in creeping into my DMs at the Jeff LeVac on, on X and, you know, Jeff LeVac on Facebook. It's The things I'm willing to sacrifice, it's obscene. It's absurd, the things I'll, I'll sacrifice. It really, I mean... I just can't believe what a what a giving great humanitarian I am. If you're ladies, listen, if you're listening on our podcast side, like go back to hour one and like the fifteen or sixteen minute mark, you're gonna hear my phone go off in the background, and I promise you, it really Is that goes a lady off. Looking for me, it was not. It was USX Pest Control. Oh, Kristen called me and said, "Hey, we're coming tomorrow." What's up, Kristen, how you doing? Between four and six for your next inspection. Make sure your home is everything's looking good for the fall and headed into October and more. That's how awesome USX Pest Control is. They continue to go back and check what's working, what's not working. This was our plan going in. Are you happy with your plan? And it said it worked for you. We're talking all the way back in the summer. We're not going deeper into the fall, and USX Pest Control continues to make my home feel safe. They can do the same for you. Give them a call today, connect with them. Follow them on social media. Listen to us tell you about how great they are and make sure you make that change home. All it takes is one call, one message. Hey, can you at least check my home? It's a free inspection and you find out the changes you have to make to go forward from there. We love our friends at USX Pest Control. I love the word free. USXPest.com, free inspection. So they come in, they check it out and you find out what you need right from the rip and you don't spend a penny until you figure out the best plan to make it work. That's what they do. So get yourself some time with USX pest control today. Uh, let's, let's talk, let's talk about being a Knicks fan. Okay. And Dame Lillard going to Milwaukee next Fox sports radio, 95, nine to nine eighty. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eye voice of the capital region sports fan, Fox sports, 95, nine and nine eighty. <laughs> Did you spring that, a leak? That's you my right? that's my Woj bomb. So your Woj that's oh, that's pretty good, huh? Sound like you're it sounds like you sprung a leak. <laughs> it sounds like you you sound like the uh, Bush beer commercials. Bush. That you that's what your that's what your breaking news sounds like. I feel like any type of other bomb noise would be like bang. 
Kabam! Kablammy! Like, I feel like I'm too much like, uh, what is it, Champ Kind in Anchorman if I try to make a bomb noise? Kablooey! Um, Cartoon character. Slather her up with barbecue sauce. Um, you just heard of the top forward four, Damian Lillard on the move. Yeah, I, um, these are the things that bother me. Because, like, all right, so we heard, like, he wanted to go to Miami really bad, right? That was the deal. Miami's the, the favorite. Miami. So I was kind of like, damn it, how do we how do we miss out? But it is Miami. Like, a lot of people would want to go to Miami. Even though Magic Johnson has just come out and said the only team he'd consider owning is the Knicks. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, I, I It's just, to, Mil, Milwaukee? Like, like, we're not cooler than Milwaukee? Like, I get it. You got the Greek freak and all that stuff, whatever. But, like. It's, it's Milwaukee. Like, you didn't. Did the Knicks not try for him? I can't believe he's going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Like, I was. Milwaukee. Wh- whatever the odds were, they had to be minus 1,000, minus 10,000. This was a done deal to Miami. Unless the, the crew at the Dan Levitard show convinced me otherwise. Unless everybody else in the NBA convinced me otherwise. Everybody who talked about Damian Lillard all knew this was a slam dunk, done deal. Why are we wasting our time? He's coming to the heat. No one else has the cap room. No one else is going to make this work. No one else has the assets. It's the Miami Heat, and if the Heat get Damian Lillard, they'll have Lillard, they'll have Butler, and they'll... Yeah, I'll I'll go that far. If they landed Lillard, they would have been the favorite to come out of the East and be right up against the Nuggets, and I'll even push it one step further. They would have been the NBA favorite this season. Because they lost to the Nuggets last year, and how do they beat Denver? They would have brought in Damian Lillard, who's a fantastic player. The Heat would have been the favorite, and Heat fan knew it. And what has to happen for them not to get Damian Lillard? A three-way trade, LeVac. So, the- uh, yeah, can you walk me through this? Because I don't even, like, I just, once I heard Milwaukee, like, I just, I've been doing that thing where, like, when you see, you see a hot girl with somebody that you think you're cooler than, and I've just been like, so you chose Milwaukee over me. Okay. All right. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, Damian Lillard goes to Milwaukee as a part of the three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first round and an unprotected Milwaukee swapping rights pick and a 2030 pick. I, so a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old just got traded along with all those players I mentioned. And Kamara as well to the Blazers. Phoenix gets Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nazir Little, and Keon Johnson. And the Bucks get Damian Lillard. So Phoenix okay. got some role guys, some, some players that might be able to develop about what the Suns are doing out there. The Suns dumped DeAndre Ayton, who just didn't fit that team anymore. He right. was too good to be a fourth option at that point and really wasn't shooting anymore. And they probably forced themselves into that contract. The picks are always so tough to figure out in the NBA. And I just oh, joked around yeah. about middle schoolers and elementary school kids, but too hard to figure out. But Damian Lillard going to the Bucks. So I know I just gave all the heat, the love about what they would have been if they got Damian Lillard. So I guess I'll flip that question back to you. You're an aggravated and frustrated Nick fan because now they just made Milwaukee the favorite in the Eastern Is Conference. It, yeah, no? They were already good enough. That's yeah. not fair. That's not fair. I hate being fair guy, but that's not fair. I'm not happy about this at all. I think I was like there was, there's some part of me that thought potentially Damian Lillard ends up with the Knicks, and like 
I, I don't know that he's the 100% get you over the top answer, but he is 100% another superstar. So you add him into, you know, Jalen Brunson and everything that they're doing. If you can keep a lot of the youth with him in there, I think you start rivaling the other the other Big East teams, like, you know, and, and well, may actually be able to finally beat Big East college teams. Um, it, it just, it kind of shakes you a little bit because if he's, there's who's the other who's the other person who's the other player who's the other thing that you can add to this team now to get better you should be a little better than last year because more time in the system more time together uh you've added you know divincenzo a couple you know you've added some pieces but nothing of this layer or level is there is there something the Knicks can do to close the gap because now I still we're that team that you don't go to no the answer to your question is no. Uh, if Damian Lillard had gone to the Knicks, would they have been the favorite? Because if I just swung that around for the Heat and the Bucks, why wouldn't it have been the Knicks? Is it just because Jalen Brunson and Damian Lillard would have been a weird combination, two primary ball handlers, two guys whose games are... The hope is that Brunson would become a future Damian Lillard. That's a high expectation, but that might be what the Knicks organization believes he can be. You, I mean, you just can't pass on him because of that, though, and making that team that much better that quick. Would have been a great thing to go after. Uh, yeah, I get the frustration. Because here's the other part about Milwaukee. Maybe there's where some of this frustration lies for New York sports fan today. They got creative. You know, it's it's not like they just said, okay, we're doing a straight-up trade. We're going to Portland. We're going to deal a bunch of players away, and we've got the assets. Like I just mentioned with the Heat. Like, it made more sense for that. But Phoenix got involved. Like what? Phoenix said, okay, we're going to make this thing work. We have to get better. Milwaukee didn't want Miami to get them. They didn't want Philly. They didn't right. want New York. They didn't want Boston, right. you can, Indiana, Toronto. Sense. All these teams that there was a report out there that somehow the Raptors had become the favorite over the last 24 hours to make this happen. So there were other teams in the East that were being more aggressive, and that's probably the part that's frustrating about Knicks fans, where it's, look, you've gotten a lot better the last five years. The franchise looks to be heading in the right direction for the first time in a long time, but it still feels like they're two steps behind of why was Phoenix so much more creative? Why was Milwaukee so much more creative? And let's give Portland some love. They were pretty creative, too. They got a ton of pieces back that actually might be starters and guys who could contribute to what is a pretty good trailblazer franchise that less than five years ago was in a Western Conference Finals against Golden State. Do you, do you, this is a weird question I never thought I'd ask. Do you feel bad for Dolan at all? James Dolan with the Knicks? I mean, he just did an interview with the Post. You know, he's, still, he's still butthurt over Oakley. And I kind of like I get his side more now than I did then, but still, you know, it, it is what it is. But he he doesn't he owns the Knicks and the Rangers, and he's not able to enjoy it. Like I I, I don't, but I do. I I kind of waffle on feeling bad for Dolan. No, he's so rich, <laughs> like so rich. If he sells, the, there's no lose for James. Dolan. I know like the term lose in sports is pretty easy to figure out. But for him, what's the loss? Oh, no. The fans hate me. And when I sell this thing, I'm going to make $30 billion. I'm either a billionaire today or a billionaire tomorrow. I don't he's, feel he's, any he's, type of. He's a billionaire today, and he could potentially be a much larger billionaire tomorrow. That's right. So my lack of sympathy, I think, is warranted. I don't feel that bad for James Dolan. He could end it any day he wants. He could say, I'm selling the Knicks and Rangers tomorrow and be out of it. He could go do JD and the straight shot concerts whenever he wants. Hell, he could buy his own tickets 
and force people to come to the show. He could pay people to watch him play whatever he's played now. What is it? The trombone? The ukulele? So, no, I do not feel bad for James Dolan. But I believe the premise of your question was, this guy's trying to make this thing work, and it's still not working. There's the one an effort you, shown now. The one thing you can never say is he he does spend the money. Like, he's not one of those owners. Like, like you could argue Hal Steinbrenner's kind of closed the wild off a little bit, even though it's still one of the top-paid teams in the league. You, you can make arguments about some of those teams that just don't spend money. Dolan spends money. I just, I guess, you know me. One of my, one of the things that makes me a decent human and also makes me an annoying human is I do attempt to put myself in other people's shoes. I try to figure out what they're going through. I just can't imagine owning sports franchises and not being able to enjoy it. Like I've, I've worked for sports franchises and even on the, the bad days, by the end, I enjoyed it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy and proud. Like we were, before we did this, a, a year ago today, I was in Columbus, Georgia, you know, as part of the Columbus Lions. Now, it didn't work out, but for the rest of my life, I owned a football team. You know, and, that's, and I feel that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is I, cool. There's things that happen. But it, maybe if I had stayed and had to deal with the stuff that would have made it not work out, it would have been different. But I just, I just can't imagine owning the Knicks and the Rangers and being like, I don't like it. It's not fun. And maybe he's complaining. Maybe he's just maybe he's just trying to get sympathy, but I just can't imagine that scenario. Well, I think most hmm, it's a level of rich. I don't know. I was going to say, well, most people who yeah. buy sports franchises because they love it. No, it's not like horse racing. Yeah. There are some people getting a horse racing because they love what it was and what it is. They grew up in its tradition, and then sports teams. There are some people who buy a sports team because it's the cool thing to show off to the ultra rich when you're on the yacht. Oh, you got good tickets to the Knicks game? I own the Knicks. It's that plus <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a moneymaker. Like it has been oh, a good yeah, business decision for a yeah. lot of these super rich people. Well, and that's what I've always like, you know, that's the thing is people are like, why won't the Knicks get better? Because they sell out. Like they don't need to get better. But they he has backed away. They are getting better. They I just want it to happen faster. I just just popped through my head just reading his words that he wasn't happy. And it was just like, geez. Billionaire, Knicks owner, yeah, you know, Rangers owner. You're you know, you're cool in two very distinctly different circles, or at least you should be. You know, I would like to believe that if I own the the Knicks and the Rangers, I would in, I'd be invited to the yacht and the cookout. Like I'd be you're going you you got you got the the hall pass to get into any party basically. Like like you go into some places and it's like oh let's do this hockey. Oh, nobody likes hockey. Hey, I own the Knicks. Hey! Hey, you know what I mean? Like, like what's up? Hard, on it, my man. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't know either, you know, or like one of the two. Uh, it's just that just sticks with me. Um, all right. I need the Knicks to be a playoff team this year. That's what I need. And not just a playoff team, I need them to wreak havoc in the first round. Ooh. That second part's got me intrigued. So you're saying like you want a four five matchup or a three six matchup. Let's play this. Like, let's say they play Toronto or Indiana. Okay. Like, you want there to be the Knicks owning that first round. Like, yeah, you want the storylines around it. They're Worst dominating. Case they drop one game, you know, and on the road, too. So it makes sense. You don't want us coming back talking about how bad Julius Randle played for another year. Correct. I don't want to be like, 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 you know, to go back to the party analogy, I'm tired of being, because even when the Knicks get invited to the party, they're the first one to leave because they don't look like they belong. Like, I want them to look like they belong. I want. I want them to win so easily in the first round when they go to the second round, 
it's pants peeing time. You know, I want the other team scared. I'd love to win as well, but at least if the other team is scared of me in the second round, I'll feel pretty good. It's going to feel like a long time ago, but believe it or not, our show here on Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980 was on the air. That was our first month of the show when the New York Knicks won a playoff series and advanced to take on the eighth-seeded Miami Heat because I remember sitting here talking to you thinking like, you know, this is exactly what the Heat don't want. The Heat don't want the Knicks. The Heat don't, oh, great, you pulled off the upset. Wonderful. You took down Milwaukee. Everything's great. Yeah, but Giannis wasn't 100%. The Knicks are going to do this. The Knicks are going to beat the Heat. They're going to get to the conference finals. They're going to play Boston or Philly. This is New York's year. Then Miami won the conference. (laughs) Then Miami, and LeVac, I remember, I think it was our first week. It was game two. The Knicks tied up the series, and you and I came on the air next day like, series is over. Yeah. What do you mean series is over? It's tied. No, no, no. We've been watching the games. Yeah. We both knew the series is over. We don't want that attitude. No. As a Nick, you know, I'm going to root for the Knicks this year, LeVac. How about that? I'm going to root for the Knicks because Zion hasn't gotten in shape. I don't care what the internet tells me. Carmelo's <laughs> officially retired. I think it's time for me to find an NBA team. Now that the guys I've rooted for are old, I think it's time for me to be bracing New York Knicks basketball. Is that a scary thing for me to do? Well, they meet your prereq. Yeah. There's orange in the logo. That's right. You know, that's 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 the... The biggest thing for old Gazi Bear, the team has to have orange. Buccaneers, Syracuse Orange, the Baltimore Orioles, all orange teams. I saw a guy today, I was dropping off Rex at preschool. To whoever that dad is who's rocking the Barry Sanders Oklahoma State throwback on a random Wednesday in (laughs) September, shout out to you, Dad. That was awesome. Good on you. Good on you. I... Man, Barry Sanders. That's sometimes you just gotta go. Like, I feel like it's getting lost the way that dude moved. Like that, like people saying that you couldn't tackle somebody in a phone booth. That's because of what Barry Sanders could do on a football field. Imagine, imagine two of the greatest offensive weapons of my lifetime have both retired early from the same franchise because they just didn't see any hope. You know what? I feel okay about being a Knicks fan. Sorry, Lions fans. Sorry. There's certain reasons, though, like you and I are Jersey guys. We like wearing our jerseys in a yep. certain spot, whether it's Rivers Casino, 1101, right? But there's certain reasons why it would come out. A big game. The fact that it was a random Wednesday in the middle of the week and he rolls in with the Barry Sanders throwback. I should have talked to him. I just stared at him like Is a this weirdo. the same guy that was, wasn't there another, wasn't there a dad that was talking sports out uh, like out of nowhere the one day? Oh, no, different guy. Oh, okay. I was saying, if this is the same guy, he's flirting with you at this point. Like he wants to be friends. Like if he's if he's talking sports randomly in in the pickup line, and then he happens to show up in a, in a Sanders throwback, he's like he knows your guys, and he wants your attention. Guys didn't bite on that two and a half line I had on him. I got an idea. I heard he likes orange. I'm showing up with the most orange jersey I can find, <laughs> an Oklahoma State 1980s football jersey. That is this cool will get jersey. his attention. That's a cool jersey. I remember that was that was one of the first ones when when I started seeing throwbacks around here. That and um. Well, Erlacher's New Mexico State when I started seeing randomly. I'm like, what? those are those are deep dives. I have to confess something about okay. that jersey. So I don't know if this has ever happened to you as a sports fan. And if it has, let us know at the Jeff Levac at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-U-Z-Z. You can always leave a message if you're listening on the iHeart app of like your favorite jersey. So this is back in Syracuse. There's the Carousel Mall. It's now called Destiny. And they had, I don't even remember the name of the store, but they had like a line of throwbacks. So that's usually where I'd get my sneakers. Like the once a year back to school sneaker would be this store. And they had that jersey. And I was just, 
like it was the jersey for me. I knew I could never afford it. I knew my parents were never going to get it for me, but it was just like, it was that and the Randy Moss Marshall throwback. Okay. I just yep. knew I was never going to get it. So that's fine. So I was probably like 12 or 13, like getting into the throwbacks and stuff. Two and a half years later on my birthday, out of the blue, opened it up. Dad got it for me. Two, oh, man. It was sitting there for two and a half years. I don't know if it went on clearance. I don't know if it went on sale. Dude, I was so fired up. So I have a, that jersey. Somewhere in central New York. So if someone said, guys, what's your favorite throwback jersey? It's that one. I'm not. Maybe the orange, maybe the Barry Sanders. And a Vince Carter jersey, who, shout out to our old producer, Matt Woods, who bought that for me from China. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Bo Jackson <laughs> is yours. I, I guess I kind of yeah, undercut but, you because you but, love your Bo Jackson. But, like, it would still be an Auburn jersey. Because, I mean, I already have. I have a Bo Jackson Raiders jersey. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rock Royals. I wouldn't do it. So it has to be Auburn. I, the, the one thing I always thought about doing, and I'm shocked it doesn't exist yet, is alternate reality jerseys. Because if you think about it, Bo Jackson was supposed to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yeah. So like the fact that nobody, like I've never seen a, a Bo Jackson 34 Tampa Bay jersey. I just don't know why you wouldn't do that. Like I would, I would do that. I would, I would pour salt in, in everyone's wounds and do that. I would 100% do that. Uh, that is a cool idea. Like, what, like Drew Henson, wasn't he picked up by the Texans? Elway is a Colt. Elway is a Colt. Yeah, there's a couple of them that you could. Eli is a Charger. Yeah, you know, like just just to just to mess with people, just to be a little different. And then if you're at a party late at night and people seem to be enjoying gummies like Gold Mad Dog Chris Russo, you just, what do you mean? No, no, Eli always played for the Chargers. <laughs> the Yankee one's tough too because it's never the name; it's always the number. And all the great Yankees, some of your favorite Yankees, have all. Uh, retired at this point. Maybe a yeah. Donnie baseball jersey though, would, but it would I just be his number. That. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, because again, the throwback for baseball is a little more, a little more difficult, a little more difficult. But for football like that, and um, I used to have a Tyrone Wheatley Michigan jersey, but that's more of a Michigan jersey than even anything. Charles Woodson, that'd be pretty cool. I have one. Nice. I can't wear it. Michigan Raiders was, or both? Uh, Michigan. I have that, and I have Harbaugh from Michigan. Oh, all right. I can't can't wear them. They're from Asia. They're very small. They're very small. Is that also a Matt Woods? They're supposed to be three or four. No, no, no. No, no. It's um it's a friend of ours who was making orders for a while. Okay. And, and Bloody Marys. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um but there you go. All right, we I, I digress. We have to do our play of the day, and then I'm leaving right after the play of the day. No, right? no. We right didn't. after, just wheels up. I got places to to go, people to see. An extended an extended Levac and Gons today. Very busy. I'm a very busy man. Um, but before I even get out of the way to tell you about the play of the day, I want to tell you about my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They stepped up their social media game. Just saw a video of Dr. Dreer just kind of talking about himself. I've been doing this for 30 years. I, I would never have realized Dr. Dreer was old enough to have been practicing uh, dentistry and now sleep, you know, helping people get sleep for 30 years. It's crazy to me, but it explains the process they go through because when you have sleep apnea, you don't get rest. You feel awful. I speak from experience. I was always bloated. I felt like I was like gray. I just like if you if you drew me in a cartoon, I'd be gray. But then I started sleeping because of this mouthpiece. I feel better. I'm now at least like an off-white. Um, but it's it's just amazing the difference it makes. <laughs> no hoses, no wires, no surgery. It is a mouthpiece that keeps your airway open. It's helping me sleep better. It could help you sleep better as well. And the only way you're ever going to find out is if you give Dr. Dreer a call at 518-885-6185. The Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa. Help me sleep better. 
help you sleep better too. Play of the day is next right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's the guys for C4 Energy, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, Pure Energy, good flavored, fun to drink. It's um, it's pretty much re- replaced soft drinks in my life. Like I enjoy C4 more than I do like colas and stuff at this moment. Me too, Levac, and especially in the morning for me for coffee. Like I was sort of a coffee drinker, but. I think you know what I'm talking about here. I really just dumped. You are the, not a coffee drinker. I just dumped the cream in. Yeah, I was I just you never. You've never been a coffee guy. You've never. You've never really understood my love of caffeine. You've never understood the pick me up that you get from a C4. You even fought me on that. But the, I mean, listen. Let's be honest. The best thing about Baby West is it's shown you your own weakness and that you need the caffeine to get through the day. Yes, I've realized. He, I shouldn't say. I accidentally said it. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I've realized. No hold against me, Wes. He can sleep when he wants. Like, I thought I had an idea of when he was sleeping, and he decided he didn't. But let's say dad's not getting that much sleep. Mom probably listening. It's like, oh, you're not getting you're not getting sleep? What about me? C4 helps you get the certain obstacles in your life that maybe you didn't plan for. Make it a part of your day, whether it's the mornings, whether it's a different shift for work, or you have a long road trip coming up this fall. Great flavors. The Arctic snow cone, the blood orange, the fruit punch, grape, orange slice. We've had them all. We love them. C4, make it a part of your day. Absolutely. C4, you get the smart energy, the ultimate energy. You can try that over at Speedway. Grab something at Stewart's on your way. It's perfect. C4, get you some. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. All right. Um, listen, I'm done after this. I, no. I've agreed to nothing. No, no, no. You, uh, you have, you have, um, you have, willfully uh, declined to pay attention to my contract. Uh, It says nothing about additional shows or times based around a, uh, a team that's not even the postseason, not even, not even in the postseason. Do you know, uh, like, like, uh, like the old school back when sports center was good. Did you know it's the first time in 30 years that the New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, and St. Louis Cardinals are not in the postseason. Whoa, I did not know that. That's a great stat. Yeah, well, not for me. I'm a Yankee fan. Uh, but, of course, you like it. Baltimore Oriole fan. <laughs> Love and life. There's three less teams you got to worry about. If you're not quite sure what LeVac is talking about, you're just joining us now. We have an extended show today, so mm. this is not the final segment of the show. We're going to have a Red Sox pregame show for you coming up in about 15 minutes. And in about 20 minutes, a rare LeVac and Gaz giveaway. So Ooh. your chance to win, it rarely happens. Unlike other sports shows in this market where what they have to it? do. You'll find out. I want to know we're giving away. Unlike other sports shows in this market where they have to do giveaways every segment to keep your attention. We're going to do a rare one here in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> it's funny because I try so hard not to be that guy. You know what, what do you mean? mean? Like, like what? basically what you just did. Throw shade at like the former employer i didn't do that what are you talking you about did, uh, did, did i you kind of threw kind of did i i tried to be that guy, but then i was like i happened to catch some today and it was like and not even not even not throwing shade at the ones you guys think i am but it's like how many of our former guests slash friends can you just blow up on your rolodex like like when we laughed did they just grab my contact list and just start bothering them i feel like that's what's happened um, but it's okay. I mean, listen, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. 
Just, you know, sometimes you're good enough to do a show without help every 15 seconds. Um, all right. Again, so, you can win in 20 minutes a good prize. I um, So I was getting harassed today as, as we were getting ready for uh, our best bet. Um, I, I, I'm both happy and angry about yesterday's Yankee game because I thought maybe you get the over. The seven seemed like a low number, whatever. Yankees end up winning 2 nothing. Austin Wells hits that ninth inning home run. It's like... I told you I didn't put enough on it to really concern myself with it, but like I got that one wrong, and I'm in a pick'em pool at Techies Fire and Water Restoration, and I am dead last. I it's picking it's picking against the the spread. The spread comes out early, may or may not be housed out of our friends at uh, Muddy's Tavern. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are there a little bit, but like I'm dead last out of like a hundred people. I I'm last. Like it's it's lasty last is last last last. So uh so Paulie over at Tech East is just I hear you talk about your picks and everything else, but maybe people need to know you're not good at this. Jeez. And and um and look, I, again over there like that's like step one of the process of me making my picks is filling out that sheet because that's my first blush. You know, like I I do that and I go through it quick. I'm like this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. Boom 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 boom. I go through it quick and I move on. And I've won a week or two in the past, but so far this season, like I literally had three right two weeks ago, which is hands down the worst. Mm. Like, like people haven't filled out their sheet and done better. But again, so they're all they're all destroying me over there. So then, like today, I did the sheet and I had to go through it all and I had to really pay attention and to think about it all. So now I'm gonna like if I don't get at least ten or twelve right on that sheet this week, I'm gonna lose my ever loving mind. We lose will, my ever loving mind. We will have more predictions. I hope so because. Uh, the play of the day for me, Levac. I've been doing some research here. The sheet of integrity is harder and harder to keep up with. Mm. It is it is difficult when there's always predictions flying. I'm just keeping my own streaking stance here, and uh, I had that 0 for 10 streak in football that I'm coming off of. Thank you, Bengals, for breaking that streak. However, <laughs> however, I'm three and 0 on my last baseball pick. So Ooh. three and 0 in the last three plays for baseball. So maybe I should stick to what I'm good with, and that's just going with baseball money line wins. Uh, here's the ones I wanted to take. I wanted one last time to take down Patrick Corbin. I feel like I've just been blasting Patrick Corbin all year with almost the former Yankee. Corbin got a great deal and he has stunk since some people have pointed to, he hasn't recovered since the COVID season and that's a pretty, I don't want to say lame excuse, but, uh, a lame excuse of what happened with Corbin and how much money he's been paid. He gets the Orioles today in a 635 battle on the beltway. So as much as I'd like to take the Orioles with Rodriguez on the mound, who, don't forget, was picked after Kyler Murray in the Major League Baseball draft first round, I'm going to pass on that one. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Then I thought about taking Lopez on the mound for the Twins because the A's stink and let's just kick them one more time when they're down. <laughs> but minus 270 on the money line for the Twins and an over-under at 7.5, that doesn't really get me excited about anything. I need some real intrigue. This is the first time I believe I've ever done this on the play of the day. Thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. I'm going back to the well. Can we run it back one more time? Run Seattle. It back. Seattle and George Kirby, 6-2 winners last night. Let's do it again. Let's see Houston Astros collapse here. Let's do it, Seattle. The artist formerly known as the players at Safeco Field. What's it called now? It's something cool. It looks awesome out there in <laughs> Seattle. Whatever the new field's called. It used to be called Safeco Field. Uh, I want the Mariners to do this. Because if the Mariners take down Houston, they will leapfrog the Astros, the American League wildcard. Let's get some intrigue. I've been hyping it up that the National League's going to be better than the American League. Not if Seattle wins again. 
So give me Seattle at home in a mini playoff series against Houston tonight. Let's see what they can do. Go M. Somewhere Brady Farkas is smiling in the Capital Region. <laughs> uh, you know that I have uh, historically done the uh, hate, 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 hate uh, version of a parlay. Um, T-Mobile Park. Thank you, Levac. Uh, you're welcome. I'm glad I could help. Um, this is like a love-hate. So I'm going to go uh, Yankees and Rays. I'm going to go a little two-team parlay tonight. The Cy Young winner himself, Garrett Cole, is going to be on the bump. Uh, and uh, just I hate the Red Sox, and you're making me talk about them. So that's my uh, that's my play of the day. Thanks to our friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. So a little bit of history there, you know, some stats, some nonsense. Um, I also will tell you that I think I know my play of the week for the NFL already. Oh, because of the sheet today, because of the because of the sheet, I took over the sheet. If you know what I'm saying. Can you do me a favor for your play of the day? Well, you weren't about to reveal it, were you? Did I just cut you off? Before I, you I mean, if you want, I'll tell you because it's not, it's not, it's not in stone yet. This is a, this is a, uh, this is an early lean towards the play of the week. Okay, don't do that. Save it. Save the play of the week for us because I think it's a great thing to do potentially mm. at Mohawk Honda tomorrow, where we can broadcasting from. And I know the longer we talk in this segment, the less Red Sox pregame you have to do. So I know that excites you. But we mentioned C four a few minutes ago. Uh, going forward this fall, you. And we appreciate this. Are hopping on quitting Cancera. Dad duties are getting in the way because of the time slot and everything else. That's right. Do I have to do that tomorrow? Tomorrow is I'm Thursday. Not, I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm working late today. I can't work early tomorrow. I haven't seen quitting Cancera this week in the building. I'm assuming that's on for tomorrow. Can you pass a message along to them? Because you're in first place. Quinn is now in second. I haven't done the math, but Quinn is in second place now. I've decided I'm only picking winners this weekend. I've done the oh, over you under. The, you decided? Oh, okay. So what, like earlier, so for the last 0-10-1, you, uh, you didn't make that grandiose decision. You were like, you know what? I'm only picking losers this weekend. What I meant to say was that I can't stand my place for the NFL season coming up in week four. Week four is the lamest week I've done. I almost, LeVac, have to break a rule now. I may take a Thursday night game for one of my favorite plays of the week. You know I'm Mr. Thursday night. I'm never worse on any other day than Thursday. Don't have a lot to choose from. It's either Thursday, were, Sunday, or Monday. You were all week last week. Like, don't don't shortchange yourself. It's mental now. Don't sit there and say I only sucked on Thursdays when you you were awful the entire week. I can't stand my plays that are coming up for week four. So tell, please pass the mentions along to Quinn and Cantera that I don't like my plays, but I think they're hitting. I'll let them know. Boring yeah. place. Thank you for that. And my, C4, I love my, that. My favorite is that, like, my favorite of the week is hit every week, but because, like, the parlay only hit the first week so far, everybody's like, oh, you're getting them wrong. No, you're betting them wrong. That's that's on you. Once you take my plays, they're your plays. That's the rule. Uh, that is, uh, so, play of the day, thanks to Mark Chevrolet. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got this, because Gaza a terrible friend, we're going to talk about the Red Sox coming up. Uh, but uh, back to my friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. We're going to be there uh, next month. October 11th, we'll be back in Mohawk Chevrolet. October 11th. I'm going to have fun there. I, I think it, I know it's all about tailgating and everything at Mohawk Chevrolet right now. I know October is truck month, so start getting ready. Start thinking about it. You've been thinking about that 2023 Silverado. Get, get, your, get your popcorn ready. Get over there and have a blast with that. But, I mean, seriously, meanwhile, 
you know, from general manager Travis Horn to, you know, all the fine people in service and, and, and sales and everything, I love going to Mohawk Chevrolet. I really, really do. Uh, great coffee, fresh ground coffee, always a nice plus for me. But on top of it all, just know that I'm getting a great vehicle. I know that I'm getting great service. And I know that I'm going to love what I drive the, the way I love what I drive. And I'm looking lovingly at Scar Joe right now, my Black Widow Silverado, thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. If you don't love what you drive, you need to get to Mohawk Chevrolet. Right there, off of exit 12 of the Northway, Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads of Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. I'm leaving, but Gaz is going to do baseball stuff next. No, 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 Levesque. Bye. Bye-bye. Maybe for what could Bye-bye. be the final time ever, a Boston Red Sox pregame show before we toss it to pregame coverage. Next, and your chance to win. Fox Sports, 95.9 to 980. More Levesque and Gaz on the way next. No, no.